Do not open this door. I had to say it anyway because it doesn't make sense in the movie. And then I got on top and I spit into his mouth. Well, it doesn't ruin my story. It just it just makes it a conversation rather than a story. Perhaps a little drunk <laughs> no. from from the day's festivities. I would love to meet the woman who likes it. Oh, I freaking thought the moon landing. I, I love the moon landing from the standpoint of I believe in the moon landing. The roaring of laughter. Does anybody but remember, remember laughter? I think as a hangover from our last couple of episodes, which was so joyful for, mm-hmm. for us, at least me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> um, know how joyful is that last one, but okay. okay. I enjoyed it. I, I found no difference between the two in terms of talking enjoyment. Obviously, we, we have a Siskel Ebert about the movies, but... Anyway, and we got to let it go. Christmas time, but we can go back. And I got to say, it's the new year too, man. Meaning? 2023 is upon us now. Mm -hmm. So that's all. Okay. Just another season of change. Just a calendar turn. turn. Yeah. All right. So uh, you know we'll we'll be able to to go back to the the post I mean yeah post nineteen eighty movies at some point it was yeah. a joy it was a pleasure it's time to go back to, to but I do want to say this I saw a movie last night from this year or from twenty twenty two that it it's blowing my gasket off man the way I think movies are getting good again not all movies are getting good again but some movies are getting good and I think this I'm gonna make a declaration here if you were to ask me if I had to choose. For the rest of my life, between watching 1980 and before movies, mm-hmm. or 1981 and now, I would choose 1980 and before, because on um, bulk, I like them better. I think they're better. Probably nostalgia's added in there, all that sort of stuff. But necessarily, they're just not as complex and interesting an investment as they are today. And I was thinking on on the way over here, like you got like maybe like. Double Indemnity and Psycho. Like, I, we both love Psycho. I love Double Indemnity more than you. But those were like the complex movies of right. the time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing today. I was I saw a movie last night with Kate Blanchett called Tar. Oh, baby. That just, I mean, wow. We. Well, and you've always had a, like a real attraction specifically to more complex movies for sure. But I mean, look, you could say the same. I, throw Tarantino in there too, because by complex, I don't have, mean academic necessarily. Right. I just mean where you go, like, wait a minute, like at two hours and ten minutes, and you're like, hey, I forgot where we started. Is that crazy? We started on a mountaintop, now we're on a spaceship. You know, it, it's like that's a, that's a, a thing of the modern movie. Right. And I don't mean it has to be it has to be intellectually. I mean it has to demand something of you. Maybe it's attention. Maybe it's like uh, Easter eggs. Whatever it is, I just think. That 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 is a, a post nineteen eighty thing that I, I think is very attractive. Well, I think so too, and, and but I think there's a certain bearing on what we're what our topic for tonight, which Ooh, we'll get to in just a minute. It's transition but, time. Well, I don't think it is just yet because right. because yeah, right I think nece- necessarily yeah the thing they were more simple. You know, definitely if you're in Hollywood. I mean, if you go into foreign films, you know, the French New Wave or whatever, then mm. you get into more complex things. You're right. You're right. I should have said I should have said Amer- Hollywood. Yeah, because Hollywood. It, it, you go back to the fifties and sixties, Godard, whatever. You're getting the complexity I'm talking about in modern movies back then. Right. Now, and of course, since we don't really have a Hollywood system in that sense of the word now, mm-hmm. yeah, necessarily, and with technology being what it is, you can yeah. add more elements to things. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the one thing And that, we're more sophisticated. 
in weird ways. I mean, yeah. we're stupider in some ways, but just like the ability well, to take on all the stimulus. Every once in a while, I've had this thing where I'll watch these reaction videos where people like watch movies and mm-hmm. things like that. And one of the things I find maddening but kind of inescapable yeah. is that everybody who watches a movie now is like trained to look for this, you know, the 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 sneak plot angle or, you know, the surprise that's coming. It's like... either I've seen some of those. <coughs> either that or the other thing, which is maddening, which is like, uh, they watch The Great Escape. They're like, wait a minute. Is this something about World War II at the end of the movie? And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, and this necessarily that comes along with yeah. it. But, but, but now, because movies are so... Uh, so con- we get, you know, we get Memento and shit like that, right? right? People are like, what's going on? They, they, we all have to be... You know, people are, are, have a tendency to be detectives now, which just wasn't a requirement. In those earlier movies, in I don't know if anybody you, did care who the fuck Harry Lime was. But in a way, you couldn't really. Yeah, because they weren't there. It wasn't even there. It's kind of embarrassing sometimes when they mm. tried. Like I, I know a movie you like and I don't like. Well, it should do this sometime. But to me, it's a case of like ah, just it, they weren't ready to make it. I'll, I'll name two of them actually. But the list of Adrian Messenger. Oh yeah. yeah. To me, it's like ah, I know what you're trying to do, but it was just six, 1963 wasn't the time. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, 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 and and I think you know what we're going to be talking about here yes. is I think people now actors now have a, a sort of a larger carte blanche for what they can do. So yes. I think okay. can I can I bring up our topic? Well, it's it's in the title. People clicked on it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That. villains. All right. So, I yeah. think villains just tend to be more complex, which Great makes Hollywood more vi- interesting villains. villains. Yeah. You know, you know what's interesting with my list? Not to give too much away. I could say Great Hollywood villains because I don't think I even delved into really foreign films. Oh, right. No, me, me neither. Okay. So I did we can not see either. great Hollywood villains. Yeah, I think of that's classic that's cinema as we, we describe it. it. But like now, like you can have really terrible films and have an interesting villain. Like I don't know if you ever saw was it uh, Mission Impossible Four? No. It's a fucking terrible movie. Chance. But Philip Seymour Hoffman was the bad guy, mm. and he was a very compelling bad guy. Yeah, that's interesting. That's just because he's a good actor who made really interesting choices, which is not what actors did back in the day. That's part of it too. And I don't. I don't want to give too much away in this conversation because I think as we reveal our 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 list. We're each doing 10. We're going to count down from 10. We'll go back and forth. We're mm-hmm. each doing 10. What the criteria each of us had, because we didn't discuss what, what do we even mean by a villain. So we might have completely different ideas of what we mean by a villain. Right. Um, but but one question, you know, that's like, is it possible that, well, the answer is yes, by the way. It is possible <laughs> that you can have a bad movie with a great villain. Yeah. But I think that when I'm making a list like this, I'm more apt to only think of the movies I loved and there was a great villain in it. Right. Or liked anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to do it? Let's dive in. No, let's do it, Joe. All right, so this what is our... We, what are we waiting Johnny for? Johnny Backwards, David Letterman right style. <laughs> You're kind of a villain right now, buddy. Mm. Uh, the classic film as defined by the Finleys on film, 1980 and before. Right. The great Hollywood villains. Do you, uh, 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 please, let me uh, open the door for you. Uh, I say you go first. Number 10 for Tommy. <laughs> Oh, uh, number ten for me. I'll tell you what. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you the name of the villain. Mm-hmm. See if you can guess either the actor or the movie. That's interesting too, because at the, on the table here is it, it might be that we each run across a movie the other one hasn't seen, so you kind of have to explain the context, everything else. Mm-hmm. All right, so give me the name of the villain. Tommy Udo. Tommy Udo. Yeah. No, I don't have no idea. Richard Widmark, Kiss of Death. Some of these names I had to look up because I the couldn't remember them either. The yeah. You're was, coming a little hot there, but uh, the Whitman. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's such a great, it's a great villain. It's not, here's the thing. Again, I hate the movie. I really I don't like the movie. Do I, and like I really, movie. really hate the remake of it. With what's Nicholas, a remake? Nicholas Cage uh, and what's his name? Uh, from, oh, he was just terrible. I like that movie. 
yeah, I know you do. The um, Woodmark one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't really like the movie. I just don't like Victor Mature. I think is most of you it. You hate and, the Mature. We've had this discussion uh, before. Yeah, he's just, uh, he's not great. He's not a great actor to me. But Richard Woodmark is a standout. I mean, yeah. he's such a wonderful villain in this movie. Yeah, purely psychotic. Like sometimes you get villains, and, and we'll talk about this more later. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a good villain is defined by like the backstory or something like that. This guy is just a psychopath. He's just, he's just in there. No origin story. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he's. This is classically the big thing he does in this movie. I'll, I'll let you. What's oh, the, we, well, well, I mean, he you know he smiles a lot. No, he uh, pushes the old lady down the stairs in the wheelchair. In the wheelchair, yeah, yeah, and laughs. <laughs> yeah, he, recall, he's a little cartoony, but yeah. I don't mind that, and that's particularly true of older movies for sure. I, I as I recall, he didn't actually. He's not in the movie. Uh, he's like in a third of the movie, like time wise. He's right. not in most of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and so that's a sometimes that's powerful about a villain. Mm-hmm. They're not the the, the the antagonist in the the strictest sense that they're fighting the. the the protagonist, they just show up and do their, their villainy shit. Right. right Richard right, Widmark. Right. Yeah. He's, Great hair. Normally, normally I, I, I think of Richard Widmark as being more of a Charlton. I, I call him Charlton Heston Light a lot because he did, later on, he did a lot of those kinds of roles. Like the Charlton noble, Heston the noble Light a lot? Guy. Yeah, the noble white guy <laughs> yeah. sort of thing. But nice. I keep forgetting, like, his, his, you know, his earliest roles were, he was monster. He played monsters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No Way Out with uh, mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yep, God. Yep. He's, he, that movie, he's awful because he's not only, like, a racist like in, in the most interesting way that a racist could be in 1950, it's hard to be an interesting racist in 1950. But he managed to, is to be one. But also, he's so whiny about how no one's paying attention to him while he's being so viciously racist. Right. To Sir uh, Sidney uh, Poitier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, it's, he yeah. wasn't knighted, was he? What's that? Sidney Poitier. He wasn't a sir. He might have been. Well, deserve with love. Well, I guess that counts. Okay, fair enough. The time has come. Those schoolgirl days. <laughs> and closing Good one. That's a great. My friend. Oh, yeah. I love that song. I like this. That's one of those songs that I forget how much I like it, and then I hear it, and I'm like, fuck. Here's how that great little it is. Bitch is good. What's that band that did Runaway Train, and the guy, the lead singer was with the Winona Ryder? I don't know. It's a terrible band from like 1992. The guy has white dreadlocks. Oh, That's, um... You know who I'm talking about. Tears of Jupiter was their album or something? I like don't that. know, but he did a, they did a cover of it. Still good. Yeah. Because it's a great song. No, yeah. You can't fuck it up. You can't. Okay. Well, you could, but you don't. <laughs> we won't. Anyways, so yeah, okay, Richard Richard Whitmark's number, your number 10. Yeah, it's my right, number I'm 10. Gonna, I'm going to try the same thing, my friend. And I'm having a harder time ranking these than I think you did. Okay, so yeah, ahead. yeah. Um, I'm going to go... I'll do the same thing. Okay. And this guy, by the way, you suggested something, and I kind of flip-flopped on the, the instructions here. And, and So I'll start with this. I'll give you the, the character name. Lieutenant Kiefer. Oh, fuck. Fred, um, Frederick Murray in the Kane Mutiny. Mutiny. There's a fucking so villain. God, so goddamn many. It's because hard. he's not, I mean, he's not a Bwahaha Richard Woodmark villain, but he right. is fucking hateable because you see, it's worm. dramatic irony. You see what no one else around him is seeing for a long time. How he's be, he started the fire. Yeah. Billy Joel reference. He started the fire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he fucked Christy Brinkley. <laughs> she was an uptown girl. What can he do? <laughs> but, but he started that fire. He gets poor Tom, Tom Tully. Not Tom Tully. Tom Tully's a captain. Who's uh, Van Johnson. He gets poor Van Johnson going. I always get those two confused, by the way. He gets Van Johnson going on this thing. <laughs> Uber and, mix, I can't imagine. And he gets everyone else supporting Van Johnson. Yeah. And then he fucking he just backs out of the room. <laughs> it's so you go, hold this apple there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the smartest guy too. He uses his his he uses his intelligence. Yeah. And and not to fuck everyone over. 
It's that it, he does fuck everyone over, and it's a cowardice mixed with the intelligence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So by the time that movie ends, and he's got all these things, you think it's normal? Let me ask you, Steve. <laughs> he's got these big speeches that get you, you at the audience at first are on his side. Come on, Steve. We gotta, we, we gotta replace this captain. You could watch that movie. I think, uh, I think uh, a person could watch that movie and never put it together that he's the guy behind it all. I don't think ultimately that's true. not. I mean, more. I mean, I think mostly accidentally. I think he's sincere enough. He just yeah. the cowardice forces the whole thing to come crashing down. At Here's the why end. I reject uh, your um, hmm. hypothesis. Because I'm fat. It's because okay. you're fat. Is because um, only because in in the finale of the movie, Jose Ferrer, Jose Ferrer, Jose Ferrer, that's Mel Ferrer. Who's Jose Ferrer? Who's Mel Ferrer? I don't. I, There's a I, Mel I, Ferrer who was yeah. married to, to Jean Jacques Gabor. I don't care. All right, Jose okay. Ferrer, who was also that's also to lose a track, right? In Boulogne Rouge. Yeah, I'm getting the Ferrer. Oh, he's such a good actor. I okay. love him. Great voice. Jose Ferrer reams him out, throws a drink in his face, offers yeah. to beat him up, and so. There's the perfect satisfaction your mother always falsely told you would happen. Oh, if they're not they're not really your friends if they treat you that way. You know, like like never mind beating someone up, just standing up to them will yeah. shame them. Of course it never happens, but in this movie it is a villain who gets his come up which doesn't yeah. always happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred yeah. McMurray, number 10, yeah. Lieutenant Kiefer, the K mutiny. Now, I said I, I kind of cheated on the, the thing you threw out there because you were talking at some point about the goat is meaning is there an actor who really just sort of runs the table in terms of, of being a villain. And so I just put in parentheses here, honorable mention for the mm-hmm. apartment. Because it's kind of the same shit heel in that movie. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. And also, I mean, if you think about it, let me, um, the double indemnity. I mean, the shit heel in there. straight ahead guy, and you're not sure if you're rooting for him or yeah, not yeah, yeah, on that yeah. one. That's but, a little I mean, more straight well, ahead. But, but if you want to talk about credentials for, yeah. like a, go- for a potential goat... Yeah. He's got he's got mad credentials. But he's but weird about him is half of his movies and it's not just one half of his career. It's like woven. He's the good guy. He's my three sons. He's Mon Pa Kettle or whatever the hell that was. In the 50s. You know the story about my three sons and his uh, his uh, his participation in that. No, he ref- he hated the concept of being on television. Okay. So they would film his stuff separate from. That's why you never see an act. You see very few scenes where he's with he's, any of the other cast. His his son Chip uh, turns to him in the study to ask for advice and then he gives advice you, from his you, Pontiac as you, he's driving away right you, you just see like a like a sweater clad elbow <laughs> <laughs> it's the Suzanne Summers thing they did that to her in Three's Company oh did they oh well yeah but she was actually calling in yeah she'd call in and calling in weekly to say something to two, two of you boy how would you not just kill yourself if you're uh, playing a TV know. show that well, I could talk about My Three Sons all day by the ah. way because William Demarest uh, replacing William Frawley I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> TV show. Yeah, yeah, it was wonderful. All right, so All that's right. number ten. That you're number nine. Number nine. Uh, I I start getting weird and abstract at some point. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, you're going to be joined by that thing. All right, <clears throat> locusts. Okay, now this is interesting. I, I want to say this before you even continue for a second because I actually had a, I took things off my list and I thought, okay, and I don't blame you for being abstract, but I actually have this note to myself. Well, these don't count, but they're interesting. Jaws and the truck from Duel. 
Okay. You yeah, know what I mean? But I it's, it. So I don't fault you because I almost put them on my list too. But explain Locust. Is this a, the good earth? The good earth. Yes. Yeah. They are so, well, <laughs> I mean, they're such a great, I mean, they're the villain of the movie. The final end villain. There's actually other villainies going on in this. Because Paul sure. Muni is just, he's shitty, but he's human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shitty, but you know where it's coming from with yeah, him. This, is, this is an act of, this is a vengeful act of something you can't fucking negotiate with. Yep. That's coming down and ruining your fucking life just ruining yeah. it and and the sheer the sheer faithlessness of it adds a menace and mm. considering when this goddamn movie was made good locusts that's a pretty good yeah some good locusts they had to train those things yeah you know, individually <laughs> but they didn't have any lines so they could pay them scale well they didn't and they made that one. Oh damn yeah. it yeah. one of them was off a little bit amazing. if you really listen one of them yeah, was off yeah. I, yeah I had to get a little bit abstract on that one but no, I really but, but I it's like one it. of my favorite villains it's I one like of the, it yeah it's, it's, it's the villainy of just like fate now I wish I would have put it in the truck the truck from Duel because it's, but I thought I wish I'll let me write that down real quick I want to add that to my well, fucking, I mean, that's a fucking such faceless a motherfucker. But that's not Hollywood. Uh, it's, yeah, I it's guess French. you're right. Yeah. No, no. I'm just talking about the one that we all know. Is there one before the Steven Spielberg 1974 duel? Oh, I was thinking of another movie. I'm oh. talking about Dennis Weaver. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's down the yeah. mountain with the, oh. the trucks chasing him. That's what, what was, I'm thinking What of. year was that? 74. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. I was thinking, um, um, oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, uh, the French one where they're taking the, the dynamite out to the... Th- was, oh, Wages off. of Fear. Wages of Fear. God oh. damn, I love that movie. But who's the villain? Well, there's a villain for sure. See, that's the other thing. Human it's, avarice. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, all right. So my number nine, <laughs> to right, match go. your number nine, is go. this. And this is, by the way, an actor, I think, who could qualify in a couple of films. But I chose this one. John Vernon as Dean Warmer in Animal House. Oh, uh, well played, <laughs> sir. Blutowski, I have a, I have a comedy zero. edition to this list as well, so right. I, I like that. Yes, yeah, well yeah, done. yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, he's I, he's always a great. He's just a wonderful shit. I loved him in. Uh, was he in Charlie Varick? Charlie Varick yeah, is the one I'm thinking of. What a shit. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's one of those guys who made a whole career out of being a shit. shit well, he's yo. got a face that's like, it almost, tri- he's got like a child's face in that devil's face somewhere. He almost tricks you into liking him when he gives like a sideways sarcastic look. But but he also, he set the standard. I mean, I, Revenge of the Nerd, whatever it is, everything that came after yeah. the, 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 the salty Dean, yeah. who, you know, who just never had any understanding and wanted to ruin everyone's fun. He's a, a fun teenager ruiner. pleasures his wife at some point. Yeah, well, he holds up the cucumber that you should see my cucumber waga waga. I thought that was a usable line when I saw that movie but <laughs> I held up a radish I like to point out the the, the, the unfuckability of us was well earned at that point oh for sure <laughs> yeah no question about it. well and it's also like I, he's the only one on my list that I think qualifies as a villain mostly for just being a fun ruiner yeah that's yeah. just his job and, mm-hmm. and, and, and to some equivalent I suppose had it fallen in the pre-1980 criteria we have for whatever reason we still have that I would have put Ted Knight in Gaddyshack yep you know what I mean it's it, because what's interesting about John um, Vernon and Ted Knight sorry I lost his name there is um, they sort of managed to wrap up the the round funny character and the stoic flat character mm-hmm. it's like they're Groucho Marx and the, whatever the dame is the the, the, the lady who whatever mm-hmm. Groucho would do something they, they both wrap them up into one character yes well it's like it's it's really the um, uh, you know like the Aristotelian the Aristotelian sort mm-hmm. of ideal of hope of, I that. <laughs> of comedy which is you know sure. the basis of, of, of early Greek comedy was yeah. the dignified 
Yeah. The dignified person who gets their come up. Sideshow Bob. Gets their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is a very, oh, oh uh, from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the, the principal. Such a great well, character. Just wheel her dead bones in here. <laughs> Grace! Grace! Oh, God, he's so good. Those, I saw him in Amadeus characters. recently. What's that? He was in Amadeus. Really? Yeah. I've and then he molested you, a bunch of kids. I've never in the seen 90s. that. Way. What? Yeah, he was arrested. He spent time in prison for molesting no. children. Talk about a villain. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, well the shame he wasn't my a great wasn't my a director, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good call, producer. <laughs> casting couch. <laughs> Tiny casting couch. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, too far. <laughs> wow. All right, that's uh, part we, of our highlight reel right here, buddy. <laughs> what about number eight? Coming in strong at number eight. What do you got? No, it's you. You go first. I'll go first. Oh, yeah, you did. No, you did. You did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is one that's a little bit unfair because I know you haven't seen this movie. Mm. All right. So, uh, we, in fact, we've talked about it. And I'd like to get us to talk to get to see this movie yeah, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, Rufus Hennessy, Burl mm. Ives. Oh, the big country. The big country. Yeah, I've heard about his Such a great, he's just a monster, mm-hmm. but he's with, with, a, with like a nice core of, there's reason. He's a monster for good reasons. Ives is a monster in one other film, too, right? And he tortures too, the right? shit out of Chuck Connors in this movie. It's really but wonderful. Isn't part of his appeal as, as a monster, Burl Ives, is that like, because of the like do-do-do-do stuff he did in, in his yeah. music, but also mm-hmm. he had the Santa Claus appeal, so it's like it's extra vicious when it turns out he's yes. vicious. Yeah, there's definitely that thing, and also his face turns like you know like horribly crimson. You wait for him to have a heart attack throughout any yeah. part of that. Probably did have a few strokes. Each but other. I mean, he's but as a as a as a villain, he's great in this. He's a I don't know if you saw Desire Under the Elms. He's a no. real fucker in that too with Anthony no. Perkins. Okay, yeah, he's just that's the thing is he played. I think he played one or two like where he was like you know. Burl Ives, Burl Ives. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. But then the movies Banjo. where he played a villain, he was just so so fucking compelling. A voice helps. He's got that. He's got a, not quite uh, a southern draw, but not the quite. The valley's gonna southern. run red with blood. Like yeah, is that a Burl Ives? No, movie? that's really, <laughs> that doesn't sound like terrible. Burl Ives. <laughs> uh, like, well, if Burl Ives played a pirate part, Arr! yeah, or uh, like a voice in the My Little Toaster cartoon or something. Oh, my Little Toaster. Okay, well, that's, that's a good. Burl Ives. No, Burl Ives. Let's go. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Some people are. Menacing just by the sort of paradox that they present. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, he's we're a paradox get to that presenting. Hard oh, you got more on your list. Whoa. <laughs> oh, baby. I have at least seven more. All right. Here's uh, my number eight. Security. Sergeant Price, a la Peter Graves and Stalag 17. Oh, shit. Okay, now, yeah. Now, there's a That's guy. That's a quiet one. It's quiet. He's another one. He's not really a villain until the last five minutes We of started movie. with this idea with Richard Widmark, which is, this is more extreme than that, but it's mm. like, he's a little annoying, because he's Peter Graves. He's kind of annoying in everything and he anyway, does. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he, but he, you, you see the suffering that, that William Holden is, what's William Holden? The sergeant, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. All right. I don't remember. Whatever his name is. yeah. You, um, you see the suffering that that uh, Holden's going through. Even Cookie is abandoning him at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this sort of nonsense is going on. The, the 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 captain who comes in, I forget his name, but he's in a few William Holden movies. He's suffering. Everyone's suffering around, and it's like it, it's revealed that this guy has not only been betraying the whole unit, the camp, the yeah. Stalag. But he's been using this guy as as a as a tool. As a, I don't know if I'm misusing this word as a cudgel, if you will. He's cudgel. Cudgel. What he's cudgeling. You know what a cudgel is? It's he, like a club, right? Right. He's, yeah, yeah. he's using him as a yeah. Yeah, he's using him as a club. No, because he's it's, he's more like cudgeling him. Well, he's he's clubbing. Hard to swing, but yeah. But he's got this anyway. It's it's it's. Um, oh, Betty. What? Oh, Betty. Uh, what? Who's this? Is it Pearl Lives? No, well, no. This is from that movie. 
It's only 17. Old, old Betty. <laughs> the animal. I love that. You know what? <laughs> it's I such a great Robert Strauss. Movie. I love animal. <laughs> but the oldie, I have to, I love him so much that I have to turn away when he does one thing and it, I mm. hate it so much. You know what I'm saying? Which one? Someone pulls his beanie down. He goes, the lights. Who turned up the lights? Like, All right, animal. That's enough out of you. <laughs> go, go whack off wow, the Betty. comedy was more innocent, wasn't it? <laughs> Turn out the lights. Anyway, yeah, so Peter Graves, and it's like every little thing. You, the little thing where he starts to speak German. Boy, that fucking, you know, eight years after World War II uh, propaganda is still working on me, baby. Because when he starts speaking German to Schultz, I'm like, oh, you bastard. Oh. And again. And they took away his uniform. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Right, right. Shut up. See? No. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Um, damn it. That's make, pissing me off. I didn't, I didn't pick that. Yeah, me too. All right. <laughs> oh, so you didn't pick it? I did not, no. Oh, special yeah. mention to Hans, the boy who didn't get his uniform. Oh, the counterfeit trade. Oh, that would have been such a monster. good one. Probably better than Price. <laughs> what a but, snatch. But there, it does have this thing, just like number, uh, oh, one of yours, I guess it was. Um, the comeuppance happens at the end. Oh, yeah. That's the satisfying part of it. And when he is killed, you are happy that he is killed. Right. All right. Okay. That's that's my number eight. It's your number eight. Okay. Number seven, sir. My, I'm gonna go with a, I'm gonna go with my, I'm gonna put out my comedy one right now. Mm-hmm. The monster. Huh? Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. That's not Young uh, Frankenstein. Explain this to me. He's he's the monster. But he's not. And a, he's hilarious. But the point of that movie is that he's not the problem. Well, he terrorizes the cast for like a Hila- third of the movie. Terrorism the middle hilariousness. Third of the yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, he's fucking terrifying, out Even of control monster. Even when he the girl, it's hilarious. A third of the movie, but he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a Mel Brooks. I, well, like I said, this is, we get a little bendy with <laughs> our notions of villainy here. Entry, I feel this uh, one. He's too great. Ah, he's so great. No. Do you, you ever see Peter Boyle in a movie called Joe? Uh, I think we. I think we. It's pretty dirty, Harry. It's I don't like think I've seen it. Kind of vicious, man. Really? Okay. There's a, but see, that's, Peter Boyle is a good. That's the question a, I had for this because it's like I'm not going to pick Travis Bickle for this this list. By the way, just by my own criteria, I don't reject anyone else's. He, but he came up in my head of because course. they're more anti heroes than villains, right? And you, they're likable. Kind of, you're on the side all the way through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so so this is my one. I'm, Peter I'm, Boyle, I'm t- talk I'm more taking, about it. No, he's just like for a third of the movie, he's the monster, yeah, doing all the things that the Frankenstein monster does. But he just and he also he, he manages to be hilarious while doing it, and he's yeah, and he's a he's a force for terror, but he's also being terrorized by everybody around him. Yeah. The blind guy who lights his hand on fire, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah. What a fucking great scene! That is great. He's just and he's just so funny. But he's yeah, yeah he's my top funny villainish. Okay, I'll villain, buy it. Villain adjacent, perhaps. Yeah. I'll take that. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I you know we didn't. Say any criteria, so I accept it all. But it, okay. it is to me the least, you know, menacing. Some, for some sure. of them here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> some sure. of mine aren't all that menacing. Yeah, That's yeah, me too. Gonna, I don't know what I'm talking about. Of, yeah, yeah, you might hate some of my other. You'll choices, hate some of mine too, okay. for sure. All right. So my next one. Well, that's is, a stupid one. Oh, sorry. Getting, <laughs> well, that is a stupid. One. My next one, number seven. It's almost a little too on the nose. I almost didn't include it for that reason, but I have a little footnote to it. Um, it is um, Nurse Ratchet. From oh, uh, Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, yeah. Now, to she's, me, that's a little too on the she's nose. so easily hateable. Well, because the pairing I had for her, because I really struggled with this for this this, this uh, slot, is um, Hope Emerson as Evelyn Harper. Do you remember the movie Caged about the women's prison from 1950? 
No? We did it as part of our yeah, big I house episode. I vaguely remember that, yeah. She is for 1950. She does she's things like she good, shaves yeah. a woman's head off. It's mm. clear that she's making the woman eat her beaver. It's for 1950. It is fucking out there, baby. Yeah, yeah. And this woman has a hateable mug on her. I just thought a little too obscure, and I probably chicken. I probably should have put her. But yeah, well, instead I put, put locusts. So I, <laughs> I put Nurse Ratchet because, by the way, I can actually be on Nurse Ratchet. I, I worked in a, a nut house. I, I was going to say, because one of the funny things about that movie is if you're, if you've, you know, depending on your job description, yeah. the villain is is Jack Nicholson. Uh, right. I worked in a nut house, and there's a there's a lot of of cuckoo's nest where I'm like, why is everyone so against her? My God, these people are a menace. They're shitting on each other. They're stealing. They're you know smoking each other's cigarettes. But but what makes her hateable? And again, this is a lot. I'm Just noticing it. Uh, pure the venom with Billy. Yeah. Where she tells she convinces Billy, what would your mother think when he finally gets laid and then he slits his own throat? Yeah. When when Nicholson. I.e. McMurphy is strangling her. It's another instance where you're happy. That's yeah. a good oh. strangling. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And I and I like the fact that well, I mm, love that movie so much just because there's so many. Like I didn't I didn't know who Brad Dourif was, but I realized like since then Billy yeah. that he's one of my favorite villainous character actors. He's in later a, on a great uh, an overlooked uh, John Huston movie called Young Blood. Okay, all right. I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's tremendous. But he should be ashamed of himself. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Nurse Ratchet, I mean, boo. That's that's one that's kind of a gimme. She's that's what's so, on the nose. But she's so like. You, you, but the thing is, is even like, as you say, like you, you kind of get where she's coming from a little bit, time, and then you. And, but then it just becomes purely venomous, and then it's just Karen. <sighs> yeah. It's just a Karen. Well, thing but at the really end. evilly Karen. You know the yeah, thing yeah. also, also like but Karen with power. Fuck. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say not Louise uh, Fletcher. Who played her, but Nurse Ratchet, because Nurse Ratchet also fucked Louise Fletcher out of any roles after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is an extra footnote film. Right, well, that's okay. That might bring me to my next one, too. All right, number six for Tommy. Yeah, this one's so fucking. This Let's is hear it. such a gimme. Norman Man. Bates. It is on the nose. It is on the nose. I'm gonna let me let me throw my argument. And out. like the last one, yeah. the poor bastard couldn't do anything but Norman Batesy characters later on. You know, it's uh, fucking tragedy what happened to his career. Yeah, I mean, not quite as badly as Louise Fletcher. I'm gonna mm. throw a little bit of an argument at you, just for meat, like for chum, so you All can right. continue. All right, chum. I would say this, like in terms of anti-hero moments. One of the most the, the most tense moments in all of moviedom right. is not like the shower scene or him peeking. It's actually when when the car he drives the car into the pond and <laughs> it stops and then it doesn't go down all the it's way terrifying. and you find yourself going sink sink yeah. and it's like oh I am on his yeah. side in yeah. a weird way which yeah. doesn't disqualify but go ahead no I mean he's just you know he's so compelling he's such a he's such an archetype. Yeah, uh, that, of, of sort of what comes afterwards, as is that movie. The, the movie is fucking to mother. tremendous. What's that? Oh, boys who don't listen to the movie. Oh, it's ninety-eight percent a, a tremendous movie, and then fucking uh, Norman uh, Oak, whatever his name is from Bullet, the captain from Bullet, comes in as a psychiatrist. He was his mother, a, a transsexual. I mean, it's just the, the silliness of his diagnosis at the end. Right. Well, now that is actually going to bring me to my Get other point. My, my, my other point. Oh, yeah. beg your pardon. Yeah. Uh, the most transgressive uh, villains of all time. From the same movie, yes, Sam Loomis and uh, Lila Crane. Lila Crane, transgressive, yeah, just villain. taking, t- yeah, just a trans person, and they're just they just go after him. <laughs> okay, but what? Go just back. purely for comedy effect. I right got now. it. Yeah. It's funny. I got it. But, but I also want to get your point. So wait, 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 why is Sam Loomis? I don't oh, get it. Oh, because they're they're tormenting a poor trans person. 
Oh, oh, oh. I'm totally this, joking right now, I stupid. actually thought that... I am Because <laughs> I thought you had a point and then stopped to make a joke. And then no, you were going to go back to your point. So I'm listening yeah, like yeah. an idiot. You are my Trans- villain right transgressive now. Transgressive <laughs> villainy. <laughs> yeah, Norman Bates is... I mean, look. It's like it's like Nurse yeah, Ratchet. It's almost... Yeah. It, you can't... It, it's on the nose. But no one can blame anyone for putting that on the list. No. I mean, they're great. They're great. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a no-fail. A no-fail. Yeah. And he wouldn't hurt a fly. Well, oh, that fucking end! That goddamn end scene is still just like, that just though. burns into my brain. I love it's it. Such but a, the goddamn fucking three look. minutes before it is the worst uh, diagnosis I got. Since I, I still was... love it, but I, because I don't give, I don't know anything about this. All right, <laughs> the, the psych, that's psyche stuff. Right, I'm gonna name the uh, my number six. I'm gonna name the character. Okay, uh, see if you get this. Hans Beckett. Fuck you! I got the same guy on my list. Oh, you kidding me? No, absolutely. Well, let's talk about it now. Oh, let's. You know what we should do? You should talking, talk about it right we're now. We're talking about Peter Lorre uh, oh. and M. That's the killer. In yeah, M. M. Oh, so fucking good. Another one. I got to say this: you hate him in the abstract, yeah. then you're worried about him. My God, get out of that building! Oh, <laughs> let him go, fellow criminals! And then at the end, you're like, "All oh, right, if he's a horrible uh, child molester, <laughs> well, killer anyways, but molester is heavily implied. implied. It's funny how the codes were like: you can imply that he kills, chops children up, but not yeah. that he touches them too yeah, yeah. far. Uh, that's just wrong. well. This was in Germany. Yeah, this was in Germany, and it was. Mm. This was Hitler's oh, yeah, Germany. Actually, it was, yeah, it was actually. No, it was pre-Hitler's Germany. 33? Yeah. 33, buddy. Okay, well, very, very, very soon believe, thereafter. I can't believe you could not see that. Well, well played, sir. Excellent. What did, the piece, what did the piece of sushi say to the bee? What? Wasabi. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yours was better somehow. It was clear. <laughs> the bee. The, the, the arc of the joke was, was pure. All right, well, okay. let's so, talk yeah, about I him. mean, he's such a fucking compelling villain. And, yeah, yeah. and you get to see, like, Peter Lorre is, as the actor, like, as a lead actor, yeah. as he should have been, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, mm-hmm. he came to America because of the Nazis, and he wanted mm-hmm. to. But he came over here, and, and then he just was frightfully a tremendous second banana for the rest of his career except for Mr. Moto yeah very few very yeah some leads somewhere embarrassing <laughs> but Moto. of their time for sure he plays an Asian detective Aww, <laughs> most honorable Joey son oh, it's terrible so, but also but, one of the great things about Peter Lorre as an actor if I can digress we talked about this in the Peter Lorre episode episode 9 I want to say hmm. is that he started making movies in English without knowing English he would just memorize right. the sounds mm-hmm. and then do them he would do the same thing with Bella Lugosi and Dracula he literally was just giving the sounds. He had Get no idea what here. he was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, was what was he cool. Romanian or something? Uh, I think they were both Hungarian. Hungarian, because right. I think because uh, what's his name? Um, Peter Lorre was also Hungarian. Initially. Sure, yeah. sure. Initially, initially, he changed later. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I mean, it's just oh, M is M, M is Ooh. one of it's it's that's it's hot. definitely on the Criterion Collection. And oh yeah, like if you like took if you decided to go through and like t- remove a bunch of movies like Dogtooth, for instance, yeah. from the Criterion oh, Collection. Oh, dare you! You're you. the villain still. Um, uh, you couldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. It's a classic. It genuinely, oh, is a wonderful yeah. movie. And, and technically, not to get too far in the weeds, but it's a technically a good movie for 1933. Yeah, it's on every fucking Holy level, shit. even as commentary and ir- ironic commentary mm-hmm. going on, like all the criminals that were judging him were actually the criminals from Berlin. 
Like yeah. they, they went out and hired yeah. pickpockets and thieves and burglars. And right, made them that's the right. They actually hired real, cr- real villains. Real criminals. <laughs> yeah, real fucking actual murderers and criminals right. to be on the thing. For right. that, that, that course, scene like, at the, the end. Again, that still helped the, when, you know, when the Nazis did come fully to power. They're like, oh, let's get these guys. That's Although, one of the best. That's one of the most cl- claustrophobic scenes, oh, too. So, and it's a big room, but yeah. it managed to make it oh, seem so God. fucking terrifying. It's like the worst dreams you've had where you're, you're it, like... Um, Kafka-esque dreams where you're like people hate you. Kafka-esque is perfect because they, you're not sure why they hate you or they, yeah. they're you know whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, such a great movie, yeah. such a great movie, such a great villain. Mm. Yeah, one of yeah the the villain you kind of you feel genuine pity for. Yeah, but uh, he's still a fucking monster. So wait, I feel that you should do the next two. Then since since we matched up on that, and, I'll take and and I'll a, pick one of my alternates now. Do find oh, okay do oh good do an alternate then. All right, do I'm uh, doing do an but replace oh. him for the number that Peter Lorre was in. So was, was Peter Lorre... What, what number was Peter Lorre? I think it was six, right? was for me. Was he also for you? Oh. Yeah. Okay, got it. Never mind. Okay, give me your alternate. Yeah, I told you. I really couldn't. I, totally I, I, lost, the, I lost my ability I broke to the, rank the these characters. Max Cady. Uh, yeah, see, here's a good... Okay, it, let me throw this out to you. That's why he's an alternate. Let me throw it out to you. Here's what I started... The, one of the things we started with, and I, I don't dispute it, but it's just something to think about. That would be a case for me where you could say great villain, movie stink. I, I hate both of those movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. On okay, that. okay, yeah. but he okay. So no, no, but which, he's, a, he's a compelling villain. You're talking about Robert Mitchum. Robert Mitchum, yeah, and yeah. and it was that or the other. Oh, but, but, but. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. But such a such a he was yeah he was very good in that he was very compelling. It's a and again like I said sometimes you don't need the backstory of a villain. His backstory is right. Kind of right down the pike. Right, right, sets right. Him, sets him up. But he still, but it doesn't stop him from being a monster at the beginning as well. Right. You know, he's just a garbage person. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. And it's also like there's a little, uh, if if this is a villainous quality, he's the most white trash villain of all time. Oh, for sure. Right? It's like, yeah. Can you think of a more white trash villain than this guy? Well, I guess uh, Actually, American History X, but that's that's in the modern age. Right. Um, oddly enough, the only more white trash villain I can genuinely think of would probably be Robert De Niro's version oh, later on. Oh, he is. That laugh when they're watching Problem Child oh, oh. 2. Yeah. <laughs> With the cigar. Oh, yeah. He's just oh, good. Oh, that's Wait a minute. Good. Be a co- well, okay. If we're going to go down that route. Ernest T. Bass cool hand, from... Uh, cool Hand Luke, the fucking the, the major or the captain. What we've got here is ready to communicate. Yeah. And I can't remember the actor's name, even though L.Q. I, Jones. I adore him. No. Yeah. No, that's not the actor. No. No. He's also in the Wild Bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the oh, that's the have uh, I been mistaken all the these person, years? but the actor is ah oh, fuck, I can't remember. <coughs> I gotta no. look this up. Sorry, oh, guess, man. All right, you um, guys take a break out there. Um, fuck, and I love this actor, and I can't remember it. Huh. Uh, let's do IMBD with Cool, uh, with cool Hand Jones. So, uh, cool Hand Luke. So we'll figure out who that Struther is. Struther Martin. Struther Martin, you're right. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, that's a good, well, what I, a good I'm, villain too. But am I, am I often saying those two, they have <coughs> oh, kind of similar qualities? Struther Martin, you're right. Of course, yeah, Struther you, Martin. Wow, I've, I'm so angry I didn't pick Captain now. Captain. For my list. That character. Oh, yeah. What a... Oof, well, he's one of those. This or, is, or Lucille, she look, been, she's a real monster. Uh, let's movie. call this the, uh, the the Ingmar Bergman effect, you know, in that um, Strother Martin is great. He's a villain. That, it's almost like he's been diminished by what's been done to him by that line, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And and it is in fact like one of six things he says in the movie. They're all shitty. They're all terrible. Yeah. 
But it's sort of like uh, diminishes the impact. So you're safe. I think you made a good choice by not going. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I, I believe it. in you. I believe Aww. you can fly. All right. All right. What are number one? I number five? you could touch the sky. Yeah. All right. Number five. A little oddball here. Sheriff Basil Jeff. Collins from Harlan County, USA. Oh, well, no, that's a documentary. I know. That's okay. I know. I know if it slips in there. An actual, really? Is there a movie with Kissinger in it for guys? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, thanks for on New Year's Eve just sending me the word Kissinger, thereby sending me into a tailspin of happiness that that Kissinger had died. Oh, no. How dare you? That was my my vote. Oh. (laughs) That was my vote for 2023. Okay, uh, so uh, okay, so this guy is okay. It's a tough one because it's like a, somebody who's actually acting out. But, but although I will say this, the filmmaker Barbara something I forget her name. You can say that um, documentary filmmakers going back all the way here to 1975 for sure with Holland County, USA. They do shape things. They edit, and so she makes him a villain because you know this is the the, the West Virginia coal mining oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. strike. You're on the side of the guy striking. You're on the side of the 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 actually like good-hearted politicians. I guess they existed in West Virginia back then who are who are supporting them. The union president. And, and people are getting shot at. And who are they getting shot at by? The, the fucking sheriff. Yeah, the yeah. sheriff is trying to shoot everyone, including the filmmaker. Yeah, oh, fuck. You know yeah. who he's, you know, I would say the equivalent of this is Ginger Baker. You ever seen it? Beware, Mr. No, Mr. Baker? No, he's okay. kind of the equivalent of like a real life documentary villain. <laughs> Villainous, <laughs> okay. awful person. Okay. All right, that's my pick for number five. Great Garden. What about the possums, motherfuckers? Oh, those possums were something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, number uh, four, okay. I think so, we're at. Okay. Uh, oh, this is almost a gimme right here. Okay, and again, this is a little bit tricky because this is an anti-hero. Fred C. Dobbs. Yeah, I thought about Dobbs. That's not a bad choice. I mean, he he, he the arc goes from someone who's likable, even if he's kind of a dummy, kind of a psycho, a little bit of a lunatic, likable, but likable. Yeah, 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 he wants yeah. to beat up Robert Blake. And <laughs> well, he, I mean, I get that. Yeah, sure. If only we'd what known. His, what he is. Well, he had some insight. <laughs> But but uh but yeah he becomes a lunatic. I mean I guess he loses his mind, so you can feel sorry for him. But there is again justice when he loses his head. In the book, he loses his head. Yeah yeah yeah. And and and, and again, it's another quality. There's a bit of a cartoony element. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's a, yeah. he's very cartoony. Yeah yeah. But it's ah, such a good such a good cartoon of a villain. Talk about know? he know he's kind of a a, a a parallel to Fred McMurray in that like half the movies he's great and the other half you're like what like Captain Quig whatever he's yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 absolutely. It's Francie Dobbs, good choice. Yeah. Good choice, I say. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I like it. Now, does it matter that greed is the thing that corrupted him? I don't think so. It can be organic. Yeah. You can be a shitty... I think it's fair to say that almost all of these... In all these people, with the locusts and my monster, Mm. um, they all have an... There's an organic story about how they got to point B. I guess. Sometimes it's important, sometimes not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you can assume it or it's played out. All right, fair enough. So that was your number four. My number four... This is a stretch. Shelly Winters in a patch of blue. Not a, not that big a stretch, man. Oh, what She's a cunt. A fucking monster. Oh, I wanted some women oh, representation here. How do we miss Angela Lansbury? I didn't put her on my list. Angela Lansbury? Oh, yeah. But yeah, but Patch of Blue is care. much yeah it's much more because it's like she's not just I mean oh, again it's one of those things like oh it's 1965 it's a Sidney Poitier movie and they're showing a, a, a white woman who's a racist okay big deal except that the things she does to her own blind child yeah, yeah, are yeah. just rotten cuts off her tail sees how she runs <laughs> no yeah it's, it's 
She's such a great Rodden character. <laughs> That's oh, a good line. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well played, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's just awful. By the way, her friend, oh, if I'm not mistaken, her awful friend in that movie mm-hmm. is Mother Costanza. Really? Georgie! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. She, so she became good later. I guess, yeah. But mm. Shelley Winters, who I could she play plays a, a bit good of a monster cons. in a couple of movies, to be honest. But this is, I think, what's your bad. favorite Shelley Winters role? Sidetrack. Favorite? Oh, uh, probably um, from. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do mm. it. Shut up. Do it. Shut up. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. What's my favorite? Poseidon oh, Adventure. Is that Adventure? it? That's no. not mine. That's yours? No, no, no. It should be yours. Uh, mine's SOB. I was going to say SOB. SOB! Yeah. I was trying to think of something earlier, but... but Because but, she was in the one with Robert Mitchum, Hate and Love and Hate. Yes, so she's in that too. Yes, yes. She's very good in that, but SOB. She's great in that. She's but just, she's also innocent She's in just herself. And in Place in the Sun. And somewhere yeah. along the lines of the late 50s, she just, they decided, let's turn this woman around into a real oh, cunt. Yeah, she became fat and gay. <laughs> so, yeah. She... Wait, was she actually gay in real life? I think so. Because That's... she and William Holden for years, according to mm. your father, who read Hollywood Babylon twice, <laughs> had a had a New Year's Eve love affair, love really? nest every year well, for she years. She probably got drunk. I was kind of curious. Yeah, That's I don't know. Fair enough. She's I, a, I am she, totally talking my through, through she my head the about throw that. Throw rug out for but Bill she Holden. did. She eventually became like just this you know refrigerator shaped woman. Yep. And, but but she managed to make that a career. Well, because in Poseidon Adventure, she was required to gain all that weight. She was always a little. Uh, even when she was like her prettiest, she she you could yeah. see. But but Poseidon Adventure, like, oh, she gained like eighty pounds of the role and never was able to lose it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could not pull the, the Jake Lamotta acting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's like there's one that's she like, what do you mean by though. a villain? Just a mean person? I don't know. So that's why it's maybe a stretch. But uh, I, I hate her in that. No, She's yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that might be part of it too. If you look kind, of, if you can, if you could genuinely hate. Like I've had some books where I've hated a character so yeah. much that I had a hard time reading the book. Like that's a kind of an accomplishment. Well, because it's not just what they do. Sometimes it's it's the sadism with which they do it. Oh, the sadism and the self. Oh, the sadism. And the, oh, oh, and the, the self regard and shit oh, like that. the regard, yeah, so self, and otherwise. All right, okay, shut up. All right, we're number three. Okay, all right. Let's see. Yeah, number three is there. Looking at the list. Forgot to rank it. You're my villain in this episode. I'm still getting it more or less in my in my in my category. Uh, this is one of my favorite right, villains, Casper Gutman. Casper Gutman. Ah, oh, I think you failed this close to your number one because Casper Gutman is not uh, uh, unlikable. Is he? Let's let's. I, this I don't care second. about unlikable. He's a villain. He's clearly a villain. <sighs> he is in a villain. In fact, he's a charming villain. I like mm, that about him. He is charming. That's kind of his. That's kind he of his thing. He does sell Wilma out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a, yeah. He's a monster. We're talking about, by the way, Sydney Green Street from the, the Maltese Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't. He's to me. I'm. Feel free to do this with me. Yeah. Well, he's the weakest. He's the weakest one in your list so far. Oh, your whole list has been weak. Well, wait a minute. Because isn't he suffering in the character. end? Also, he's tricked by by Sam Spade. Yeah. Of course. Hmm. Well, villains don't always win. In fact, that's kind of. I kind only of like the, movies for the villains. I guess I gather that Nurse Ratchet. I uh, okay for some reason it's not, it's not landing with me, but I think it's a creative choice. I like uh, I, 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 he does laugh at Wilma a lot. Ah, <laughs> and he's gay too, so you know who? Oh, Casper Gutman. Get out of here! Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, what's his name is that's he's he's played cartoonishly up for his that. Name? I forget. Joel Cairo is Joel obviously Cairo, gay. Yeah, yeah. Wilma's not. But he's got t- Wilma is too. Wilma's Wilma's his bottom. No way. That's very clear in the book. I've maybe the not book in the movie. A couple times. There's no way. I missed yeah, that whole come back, thing. Come back, buddy. You know in the book though, it's interesting. Sam Spade mm. examines um I was gonna say uh, Bridget O'Shaughnessy's snatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokes yeah. around in there. Yeah. I guess it's to make up for all the, the 
homosexuality. The There's a lot of homosexuality in that Wilma movie. Wilma is, is All Casper villains... Gutman's bottom. Well, that makes him a villain, in my opinion, because the guy's 500 pounds, and Wilma's a, oh. a little guy. Yeah, but he's got two guns. Ooh. <laughs> Three, if you count <laughs> Casper's. I don't think, yeah. Oh. Okay, so there. Are you lying to me? Am no. I going to? No, in the book, or what is a good very for? clear. Gonna... In, it's extremely clear in the book. Oh, Maybe right. not, not quite so much in the I, movie, but then they had This to is not that. homophobia talking. They even downplayed talking. fucking Joe Cairo in the movie. This isn't, uh, oh, well, not much. This mm. isn't uh, homophobia on my part. It, truly, it does make it somehow, because it's like, oh, now it's like all kinds of Me Too. Well, he's stuff obviously a pedophile here. at that point yeah, right. with, with Wilmer. Okay. Yeah. That was your number three. I love that fucking actor. You turn me around on that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Alicia Cook. Is yeah, it Alicia Elijah Cook. Or Alicia, Alicia Cook Jr. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great character. He's great in the killing. Great actor. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, oh, that's another lady who could be in the villain list. <sighs> Elisha Cook Jr.'s uh, old oh, with, lady. Right. Or what's the man with the golden arm? The girlfriend in that one? Jesus. Uh, yeah. Manipulative ladies. Oh, we hate them. Okay. All that's right. all right. So that was your number, what was it? Number three? I think so. Okay. Here's my number three. Yeah. Number three. Yeah. The man who shot Liberty Valance. Well, not the man who shot him. Liberty Valance himself, Lee Marvin. Oh, yeah. What a fucking ass. Sadistic bastard. Again, not much screen time. Very cartoony. Yeah. But, like, sort of, yeah, such a lovely. But, like, you get it. Like, this is a. You kind of get the feeling they just shot Lee Marvin on his off days or something. I mean. I do love the fact that in that movie, like he's the, he's like this incredible villain and yeah. he's a super badass, but he's yeah, still yeah. mildly afraid of John Wayne's character in that movie. Well, John Wayne, but not but not poor uh, Jimmy Stewart. That oh, guy's yeah. shaking around like half a fruit. Yeah, he's gonna unleash Elvis on him, dude. <laughs> oh man, Just slap him down and bone him. Yeah, I think Lee Marvin. In fact, that's probably I, if you'd asked me when I was eleven, I would have put him as number one because I remember watching it and being in. Kind of surprised at how enraged I was at a black and white character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. I, and, and if I'm honest, if I'm... Be honest. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, for the longest time, I think that's my favorite Western. That's a good one. Yeah, it's, it's still in the top five yeah. for me, for sure. I want to say, is such this the right lyric of my mashing two songs? The man who shot Liberty Valance, he was the greatest of them all. Yes. Or is it, that's yeah. the same song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. By Frankie... Something. Oh, fuck. I can't remember his name. My mom had an 8-track of this fucking guy. Ooh. <laughs> it was terrible. Boy, you should put <laughs> her down. Liberty. We should have watched some home movies. You could put your mom down as your uh, number one. <laughs> oh. oh. Villain. Stop it, buddy. All right. Number two. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> number two. It's you. You. I just did number three. Lee, Lee Marvin as Liberty Valance. Oh, okay. Uh, but you started. Two. How late? Never mind. Uh, Cody Jarrett. Who's Cody Jarrett? Cody. White Heat. Cody. Oh. That's a good one. James Cagney. That crossed my mind for a second because it's really the only one of two Cagney unlikable characters, this and Mr. Roberts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, does his mental health problems factor into this? Yeah, of course they do. They help make him a villain, but he's still a fucking villain. Mm -hmm. He's still a murderous psychopath. He's awful in that movie. Wants to bone his mama. Virginia. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, who can help it? Yeah, who can help it? Virginia Mayo's in that. What a doll. Yeah, she's such a such a such a group. It's it was really hard because he kind of played an antihero most he's, of his he's career. Because he's tortured. He's kind of tortured in this movie yeah. too. So you get, you do have you sympathy. Get to see him really acting his ass off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nineteen forty nine. That's a good call. Good right. call. Number right. two. All right, my number two was number one until the last minute until mm. I remembered a number one that would replace mm. it. This guy Patriarchy. infuriated I me. I'm talking about Mapache from the Wild Bunch. 
Okay. General Mapache. Now, yeah. now they have this whole relationship. There's so many with villains them. in there. Everyone's a villain in that movie. I know, yes, but here's the thing. Now, Angel, who's the Mexican member of the Wild mm-hmm. Bunch. Yeah. Where is Mapache? Yeah. They, they've raided his village. They've taken his bride, his, his fiance, whatever off, his girlfriend off. Yeah, some woman he's wanted to. They go. With. They go to the uh, the compound, the Mexican compound. They get in there, and she really she should be the villain. But I was going to say she's almost as good a villain. I know, but she's she's ah oh, she's laughing. She's gladly gladly tugging oh, at his taking, taking that vitamin and, D from Mapache. And so from then on, when they capture Angel, yeah. under, uh, trumped up. Well, actually. It's real thing. He did steal the guns, but whatever. Yeah. They take him. They do all that horrible Freedom stuff fighter. to him. But it, it's it's the most of all the 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 villains on my list. It's the one where the the torture, the sadism, is most specific and most drawn out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the injustice, and very little to the imagination. And in a way, because you know the, the his his pals, his so called pals, you know, it's it, we made a promise. It's not the promise. It's who you made it to. Because he causes conflict within them. Yeah. You kind of dislike what they're doing. But, okay. but in the end, it's Mapache's at the center of it all, baby. Right. I hate Mapache. Yeah. Don't try to tell me otherwise. Oh, no, no, no. No. I do like the fact that, like, that, that sort of their own internal racism also makes him a problem. Sort of ah, earlier on in the movie, that kind of never goes away. Fair enough. And that makes it a little more tortured at the end when they make the decision. But Torturous. they do it anyways. Torturous. Yeah, so all right. That's a good movie. Such right. a good movie. All right, so we're down to the number one. I got my number one. Oh, let's hear it, Tommy. You're number Wait, no, one. Should we, do the, should we do, go straight into our number ones or come up with uh, some of our uh, alternatives? Okay, let's get some... some um, I don't um, have too many alternates. I have a I few got, honorable a few. mentions. Let's go back and forth. Uh, we don't have to go into too much detail. Uh, Captain Nemo. Oh, yeah. And it's really that's really just one. because no? James Mason needs to be in here I'm somewhere. I'm going to kill you. The greatest of all the champagne villains. Love it. Okay. Robert Ryan is Reno Smith in Bad Day at Black Rock. Such a good one. All right, go ahead. Okay. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I think that might be everyone runners up. Shit. Oh, I'm going to give you a bunch more. Okay. Get ready. Uh-huh. Buckle up, buddy. No. Ro- no. Ross Martin is Red Lynch in Experiment in Terror. Yeah, okay. Cara Ma- Malden is Dad Longworth in One-Eyed Jacks. Okay. All right. All Hate right. The movie, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is a good. I think I don't know. This should maybe should have been in my list. George McCready as General Paul Miro and Paths of Glory. Ah, oh, uh, so good. We could just Ward was the villain in that one. George C. Scott in The Hustler. Yep. Uh, that's a, George uh, C. Scott in most anything. Even when he was a good guy in his early career, he yeah. was kind of the villain. Same thing with uh, what was it? Uh, Dublin? No. Uh, Anatomy of a Murder. Oh, yeah. He was a great character, but he's kind of a shithead. Uh, this one's a on-the-nose thing. It's why I didn't put it unless Darth Vader. Um, uh, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Johnny but. Rocco and Key Largo. Okay. It's just oh. too, he's just too likable and too yeah. dumb. And yeah. then my last one that didn't make the list, but it's a good one. Calvera and Magnificent Seven. Oh. He's you so said bad. to ride on to me. To me! Oh. All right. Now that's that's from the heart right there. Okay. And then there were other. I made little notes our, to myself. We're we gonna do our goat too. Do you want to do that now, or do we want to go? One I, you know, my goat, goat was Fred McMurray. It's not really a goat. I just thought he had oh, multiple roles. My I'll, goat. I'll let you do your goat. I actually have two. Two goats. James Mason is my secondary goat. Uh, uh, such a great North goat. by Northwest. North by Northwest. And? You know, uh, Captain Nemo. Yep. Uh, what was it, Lolita? Like he was kind of a. Yeah. He just played a great villain, but my favorite villain is Peter Lorre. 
Uh, okay, so let's list them for Peter Lorre. Uh, M, we talked about. M, right? Uh, Maltese Falcon. No, he's not a villain in Maltese yes, Falcon. Is. Get out of oh, here. yes, he is. He's Gardini. He's smelling like Gardenias. Yeah, he's. Because he was <laughs> All right, like, go ahead. Yeah, but he was always, he always like, you know, like uh, Mr. Moto. Oh, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, you know, that, uh, the 39 Steps. Man, I knew too much. Man, I knew too much. Yeah, like, he's he good. just always, a good villain. He was that guy who, because he was small. Mm hmm. It, that made him somehow more menacing. He could pull that off. It's a very hard thing to do. Yeah. So I, I, I just love him. And, and as an actor, I think he's one of the best actors Hollywood ever had. Really? Yeah. Some of his mannerisms, little things he did, made things work. Like he, like he had this thing he did, which always like blows my. When I, when every time I watch him, I look for it because it's now become exciting to me. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. He, he does this thing where he, like he's talking to one person and then another person's off to the side, yep. and he'll close his eyes. Switch his eyes over and mm-hmm. turn those his head. Eyes. When he opens them up, the those, eyes will be looking at the other person. Those fucking paper plate eyes. Yeah, it makes him look fucking yeah. very menacing. And then when the when disco came around, remember that's the way. Uh, I think I like it. But the okay. man has been fucking parodied in so many. Movies, yeah, so well, many. Stimpy, right? Was it Rand or Stimpy? I always forget. Was, uh, yeah. And then there were Ren. some some things where I felt like, well, I don't know what to do with this. Kind of like your locust thing, where it's like, okay, who is the villain in Rosemary's Baby? I, I don't know, really. I mean, I guess Satan or the baby or Ruth Gordon or is it John Cassavetes? I mean, who the hell knows? Or is it? Or is it- if it's anybody, it's probably John Cassavetes. Well, it's monster. also the doctor, I think, is yeah, more menacing. Yeah, uh, what's his name? He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Okay. John Wayne. All right. And then also, like, if you just have bad behavior without the intention. So I thought, well, I mean, in some ways, Jack Nicholson and carnal knowledge is, like, gross. But it's also, he's just a, a, a failing human being. Okay. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's not really villainous. Well, if you really want to go down, if you want to take like behaviors, I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I could stack, yeah. you know, uh, Homer Simpson up against uh, Stalin. <laughs> like, mm. The man has caused more mm-hmm. general misery all the way around. Okay, our number the one. The man of meal. Yes. All right. Spider pig. Spider pig. Oh, yeah. All right. So your number one, Tommy. My number one is a guy named Frank. No last name. What? Yeah. In? Once upon a time in the West. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, it's played by Henry Fonda, which oh, yeah. makes it even better because it's Henry Fonda way out of his yeah, band. Yeah, right? I mean, it's a pretty minor role, but good. Oh, and his killer, he kills the kid. Yeah, oh, crucial. Yeah. It's crucial. Oh, it's yeah. minor, but it absolutely is he pivotal to the movie. the most villainous Charles Bronson's ever been. Yes. That's good. Yeah, he's okay. so good. And it being Henry Fonda. Makes it even better. Okay. You know, you wanted to. There's that, that first scene where he where he's in the movie, and then he looks mm-hmm. at the camera, and he's got his big blue eyes, and all you can see are the eyes, and then mm-hmm. it sort of pans out, and you yep. see the rest of his face, and you go, "Oh shit, that's fucking Henry." People are, hate that movie because a lot of people because they find it so boring. I don't it's find it boring. Very slow, but it's not boring. I don't find it boring. No, no, it's beautiful. It's all such right. a great movie. All right. Yeah. Now that is my favorite western. Okay. okay. Uh, it doesn't make my favorite Western, but I, I like the choice. That's okay. okay. All right. Here's my Great number one villain of all time. Lionel Barrymore as Mr. Potter. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you why. No, no, no. There's you no don't have arc. to explain There's a thing. There's no arc to it. He's just bad. He's just a Every monster. Every fucking moment he's he awful. He looks like a monster. He looks like he smells like a monster. You once he, called me a, a, an old frustrated man. What are you but a young... He's fucking swearing out a, 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 a rest warrant when he has the money. I expect to see like a human like arm bone come out, come out from under his desk. He's, you know? he's just, awful. He's an ogre. Oh, God. He's just through and through villainous, man. 
<laughs> Unredeemable. All right. Yeah, you do not have to defend that call, man. That's All right. Fucking right up there. I got to get going, but no, uh, this has been a pleasure, man. Oh, this is great. We need to do more of this. You know, the funny thing is, is I was actually trying to think of a nice listicle episode we could do. Listicle? Yeah, I like but you, it. You, you, you beat me to it with a better idea. The best uh, I was going like to with, what's you. your favorite from the last year? You know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like the top five. But, All right. Uh, this Back to our boring like, episodes next more. time. We need, to, you know, we need to do more like this. I like no, this. let's remain awful. So these are special. <laughs> okay. I love you, Tommy. All right. Bye. Bye.